0: Welcome to the Art of Intention podcast with Beth and Ayla, two best friends turned creative entrepreneurs. This is a place for us to discuss everything business, friendships, and faith, and occasionally more. We're so excited for today's episode. We think you're going to love it. Stay tuned. friends happy monday woo we are so excited to be bringing another episode of the art of intention to you and this week holds a topic we're super passionate about and the topic is success versus purpose
1: Yes, you heard that right. In today's world, especially as business owners, it's so easy to get swept up into the idea of success, family, business, money, the big house, whatever pops into your head when you hear the word success, the things that usually motivate people. But what role does your God-given purpose serve in your life plan? Today, sharing our thoughts on that. So buckle up and come along for the ride. But first, community news. So for community news
0: today, psych, there's not really news. We're just going to give you guys a life update, if that sounds fun, because Beth and I were talking before we hopped on this call, and life's just been getting kind of busy for the both of us lately, and we have a lot going on. So we thought we would just kind of chill for five minutes (laughs) and chat with you guys about uh, just how we're doing. So Beth, how are you? Absolutely,
1: I'm doing good. Yeah, as life uh, gets busier and speeds up, it's kind of nice. Uh, to slow down, like you said, for a couple of minutes and just chat and catch up. And I think that whatever you're listening to, you know, so for those of you who are listening to us right now, it's good to have a little bit of that in your day too. We're we're trying to remind you to take a break and, you know, check in with yourself, check in with your friends, but I'm doing good. Um, Busy season has officially kicked in as of uh, a little bit ago. Yeah, And um, so a lot of that, like looking at my schedule and kind of like Keeping myself from panicking. <laughs> no, it's good. We, we got our plan. Um, and then I'm really excited because a couple of days ago, I booked um, a wedding in Ireland. So I'm very excited about Ooh, that. Oh, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be working with a videographer um, so who's fun. also from Hawaii. So we're going to fly over together. So I'm very excited about oh, that.
0: Oh my gosh. But, yeah. That's going to be so fun. <laughs> I'm so stoked for you. Yeah. I low key wish fair. I had photography skills because then I could just.
1: <laughs> come and be helpful but i don't know you I might mean, just find me there anyway <laughs> i was gonna say you should just come and uh just hang out because i would love that
0: yeah i uh i told chris about that i was like beth booked a ireland wedding because he's been to ireland and he was like oh that's so oh. cool and i was like we should it's in october do you want to just like go meet her there and he yes. was like ayla we can't <laughs> and i was like Yay. yeah. but listen i was like hear me out
1: <laughs> come on man but yeah. you were, well I was kind of had my hopes up. Oh, well.
0: I know. In I did, the future. I did too. For what for what it would be, I really was like, I can make it happen. But yeah, one day. One day we'll get yeah. to travel again, together again. Oh, yeah. Soon, yeah. But how are you? What's I'm, going on with you? I'm good. I'm in the same boat as you as far as busy season. It really just like yeah didn't quite come out of nowhere because I, I knew it was coming around mm-hmm. and I, I actually reached out to uh, the people I work for, just asking for their general volume and stuff. So I was semi-prepared for mm-hmm. it. But uh, some new clients yeah. who have come around, which is wonderful. I'm actually in the process <gasps> of uh, rounding up my list and then closing up my books for the spring 2023 oh, season, which is great. Congrats. Yeah, it was such a quiet January to like May. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to be rounding it out. And it's just like I won't get into too much of it yet because there's still lots of potential okay. with it, but um, just some super ideal clients and a new international okay. client possibly ah, um, outside of like yay. the U.S. as far as international. So, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, it's been cool. This could be a whole other thing, but it's just like you know, sometimes when you start your business, non ideal clients are coming around. Not non ideal, but you've got a person in mind who you'd like to work for, but sometimes you just yeah. like do all this other stuff before it comes up but now it's like yeah. super great clients reaching out to me one of them was actually recommendation which just makes my day so um oh that's so cool yeah so I've been pretty busy between my part-time job and that but it's been fun you and I are the same in this we love being being busy so uh yes, it's been really good sure. but I think Chris and I are going to try to like go camping or something when I kind of mm. get settled okay. and yeah just uh take a pause and touch grass so probably in the next couple weeks we'll be doing that
1: (laughs) I love that that'll be so fun
0: so okay success versus purpose so when I was preparing for this topic I decided I wanted to do a little digging and actually get some definitions Mm -hmm. so like we said before it's easy to sort of overlap the meanings of success and purpose so I wanted to look at what those actual definitions are so I'll just read those off real quick this is just dictionary.com But when I looked up success, it said the favorable or prosperous termination of attempts or endeavors, the accomplishment of one's goals, the attainment of wealth, position, honors, or the like. And then when I looked up purpose, the definition for purpose was the reason for which something exists or is done, made, or used as a verb to set an aim, intention, or goal for oneself. Isn't that amazing? Like- (laughs) Seeing oh, the yeah. both side by side, I thought that was really cool because, yeah, again, like I said, they can be overlapped. But I th- found the mm-hmm. specifics of uh success, saying like the attainment of wealth, position, or honors, and then purpose mm-hmm. to set aim, intention, or a goal—the yes. reason for which oh. something exists. Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: I love that. That is that is so good. And I will say, this is just a great example of why I love to just go back to simple definitions when I'm starting to like ponder something or trying to make a decision on like where I stand on a certain topic. And it's exactly because of this. Like, it's so awesome. I love that. Thank you for uh, finding those definitions yeah, sure. and sharing them because that's perfect. I think a lot of people confuse purpose and success, like you were saying. You know they say the purpose of life or the purpose of a job is to find success, uh but the truth is you're already successful if you're pursuing your purpose, mm-hmm. and this is kind of like my stance on this topic, you know what I'm gonna be delving into uh you know, and I know that you are too right. for this episode um you know, success I think also has so many levels, so I would say start with pursuing your purpose and you'll see what kind of success is in store for you. Uh, But we'll dive more into that throughout the episode.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And well, I think the reason this topic really resonates with me is kind of just from personal experience, really. I Well, okay, side tangent before I get into my main point. The last like six or so years of my life, I've looked back at it and I've always considered myself successful isn't that crazy? Like, mm, and it, awesome. through like crazy stuff I was doing, like whether I was working a ton and going to school or traveling and, you know, being kind of penniless and rootless and then, you know, yes. getting married, all this stuff, I've usually been able to pause and consider myself successful because mm. of like my my demeanor and my disposition, like my general attitudes towards life. Not to say things have always been peachy and easy, like some stuff's been really hard, but I usually when I look, it's like I've always felt successful. So I thought that's cool. But
1: yeah. 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 And would you say that you felt successful? I know we'll get more into it, but you felt successful because you were pursuing purpose and not just success.
0: Yeah. I totally think so. And I guess with that, the time I felt the least successful was um, just when I was finishing up junior college and everyone was mm. headed for, like, a four-year college, into careers, and I started to think that way. It started to be, like, well, should I do something with this degree? Should I shoot for this career? Mm. And that's when I felt the most turbulent and, like, kind of lost.
1: And mm. it's just because that wow. wasn't
0: really the direction for me. Um wow yeah yes. oh my gosh oh, I God. wasn't even planning to make that point but yeah like I was like oh because I I was a psych major and I was like well I can go to this school mm-hmm. I can go with this degree um I didn't want to go yeah. into therapy so I was like I could be a professor I could do this and none of that really just aligns with who I am mm-hmm. now and I think it was just yeah. that pressure of like your career your career and then I yeah. stepped out of school and immediately went into like um travel and on the ground missions and that was so much more yeah like so against the grain of what the people I was with school in school with were doing and perfect. I've always been like, yeah, but yeah, anyways, I don't know random point to make, but I thought that was kind of cool. But again, the reason this topic resonates with me is in the last couple of years, I've also been interested in business owning beyond what I do as an editor. I mentioned this before. I love coffee. would love to own a shop, something with books, something with home goods. Like I would just love to own uh, something, but sometimes yeah. I'm away from it because I see what it can do to someone, and not, to, mm. it, not like I've seen this a lot. But I've known people who own businesses who make the good money. They make six figures. They get to travel. They're successful, but they're not happy, and yeah. not, and beyond not happy. And I'm not saying not stressed. I, I'm aware being a business owner is stressful. Like I'm not yeah. saying that, but like unpleasant to be around and unkind, and like not to sound yeah. mean, but you know, just like they're successful, but they're not happy. It's hard for people yeah. to work for them and they don't get to enjoy the little things in life. And I'm not saying this is every business yeah. owner. I've worked for some amazing people who really thrive with it and do a really good job of, of all course. of that. Um, I'm just saying I would have a fear of kind of losing myself in stress. Mm. Um, Cause I can, it's pretty easy for me to be stressed. And then like things like my, my marriage and my friends, it's easy for me to be like, I can't deal with that right now, I'm working. In my business that's small, so I'd be scared of kind of losing myself. So I suppose I kind of correlate success with really who you are. It's like the classic thing Mm -hmm. you hear with celebrities, they have everything they could ever want, but oftentimes aren't happy. And I wouldn't want that to be me. So
1: yeah, exactly. And I mean, I totally agree. And I love that you made that point. And that's kind of like where my brain was just now, even in like the vice versa of that. Like, someone can be not making a lot of money, you know, but if they're maybe making a big change in their community and people are drawn to them and want to help them, um, not only that, but if they're just living their God given potential and their purpose, even if they don't look successful to others, if they have. Purpose that they're pursuing, mm. it brings a different type of success and ultimately joy and contentment in their life. Mm, Anyways, yeah. So, all right, let's talk about finding your purpose. <laughs> uh, what a question, right? <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> yeah, it seems like no matter who you meet, everyone is just out there trying to find their purpose. But, you know, of course, like we're going to say today, they confuse purpose and, and success. But since it's such a big topic to tackle, uh, and we could go on and on about it, let's talk to business owners and entrepreneurs, and generally anyone working right now. Let's talk about purpose in business.
0: Oh yes, perfect. Let's let's do it. Let's let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the first thing I suppose I'd say is whether you've already started your business career or if you're thinking about taking the, le- the leap into self-employment or anything like that. Or again, like Beth said, if you're just generally working but thinking about purpose. Um the first thing I would do is pray. Yeah. <laughs> but not to give the most basic answer ever, <laughs> to be specific about it, pray and ask God these specific questions. Okay, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I thought very hard about these and I feel pretty good about I it. it. So <laughs> ask God <laughs> these specific questions. Ask him, what gifts have you given me? Who did you create me to be? How can I best store this business and use it to glorify you? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, who do you want me to reach when I go to work every day? Mm-hmm. How do you want to use me every day? You'd be surprised mm-hmm. to hear what God thinks of you and the potential he's given you. Uh, This was an exercise that a speaker I was once learning from did. They basically just had us like sit in silence and ask really simple questions. Like, what did I like in my childhood? What gifts have you given me? And it's really crazy how much you can learn about yourself with that. And I'm a big believer that the little things like that are the things God put there for a purpose. And Um, it's totally good to look into that. So.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so on the same page. I think so too. And uh, life is so fast paced nowadays. And with social media, it's so overwhelming. People forget to do the most basic things like sit down and just ask those questions to themselves. And even uh, if you're listening out there right now and you're not a Christian, it's still a good idea to sit down and ask yourself questions like this about yourself, whether it's through journaling, writing, you know, meditation, whatever, Um, just self-reflection. Ask yourself who you'd like to be. What are you good at? Um, do you like to work with your hands? Do you like being around people? What can you do to help others in your your career or your job or your business? Learning about yourself really is such a beginning step mm. to solidifying, discovering what your purpose is. Absolutely. And
0: yeah, like like Beth said, really just take some time and yeah, learn about yourself. And once you have a clear vision for the purpose of yourself and your business, that to me becomes priority over success and truthfully, I think success will follow. So yeah. I thought, Beth, that we could give some examples maybe of us in our businesses uh, just to kind of help people understand because this is a lot of like finding your success and purpose, know about yourself. But like what are some kind of day-to-day basically, what's the purpose of your business
1: and how do you live that out each day, I suppose? Hmm. Wow, that's kind of kind of a big question. I, think I know. Maybe <laughs> it just in my brain. I feel like that is. Um, what in is in your purpose, honesty, Bethany? <laughs> Like, but more so, like um, when you started your
0: business, I guess what yeah. what really fueled right. that, and then how do you live it out? I guess?
1: yeah, well, yeah, I think I understand, um, and in all honesty, I'm still figuring out my purpose in my purpose in life and also just in that, and I'm sure I'll never like fully have my purpose just like laid out in front of me. Right. I think it's gonna slowly unfold, you know, God's gonna reveal it like chapter by chapter, um, and so that's just that's just what this business was. I felt like God was closing a chapter that I was trying really hard to pursue, one that would have looked successful on my end, but honestly wouldn't have been a pursuit of my purpose. Mm -hmm. So I, I really, I just came to a crossroads and I had to choose obedience to God or choose to go with what my will wanted and what I thought other people wanted me to do. Not an easy choice, let me tell you. <laughs> um, And not an easy choice to defend either when people have already kind of made up their minds about your decision. Mm. Uh, at the moment, the purpose of me pursuing photography is to serve people in a way that I feel like I'm best able to do, to bring them joy, the light of the Lord. And it also gives me the freedom to serve God in other areas of my life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we actually planned to talk about this a little bit in another episode, but when I got married, I realized that a lot of my one-on-one time with God was now spent caring for my husband and the additional like household responsibilities and stuff that I have to do. Um, So choosing entrepreneurship has allowed me to be more present for my husband, but most of all, really go literally wherever God calls me to to be and do whatever he calls me to do. And I felt a huge burden that I had to relieve of these like distractions that were pulling me away from God. And I'm talking about like my potential career that I was originally pursuing because that career honestly would have been a hundred percent my, my entire life. I would not have let myself be available for anything but that. Um, I'm a workaholic. So I have to make tough choices with my career and my job to make sure that God stays at the center of my life. So it's a, it's, I don't know if that makes sense or if I sum that up well,
0: Oh, totally. but that's like
1: the heart and the purpose behind my business and making this decision right now in a very summed up way. I could go on forever and really dig into it, but that's generally the reason.
0: Right. Well, I love that too. I love that like you explained what of it is, I guess, outward facing, like, yes, yeah, serving your clients and being Jesus to them mm-hmm. in that yes. way. And, and of course. you know, all, all the things about, like, photography, you know, freezes at the moment. That's so important. Like, I, lo- yeah, I love exactly. all of that. Exactly. But I love how much of it is inward facing, like, time with your husband and, like, Caring for your household I really mm-hmm. And like the freedom To be able to do that That self-employment right. value I, I really Yeah I like that perspective That's kind of cool Because mm. I kind of I almost went a different direction for it But for me I'll be honest The start of my my business I'll talk about editing Well yeah That's my business <laughs> But <laughs> I don't know what else I was going to say <laughs> um, I'll be honest The start of Private photo editing For me was to have dual income It was fully yeah. Like monetary yeah. Based Because I wanted to do some kind of like side hustle. But after editing for you, Beth, actually as my first client, I learned how much much I love love. And I love the like people – that are getting photographed and like the part I get to be in their story so far away from, you know, some of it. And it's just, it's a small part not to be like I contributed, but like I, it was (laughs) just so cool to be a part of people's stories in this way. And I grew to really care about each new photographer Mm -hmm. I brought on to it grew from there. I slowly Mm -hmm. got more clients and what really did it for me, it was also including like mothers and wives who were Mm -hmm. some clients that I got. And there's really something gratifying about giving them literal time back into their day yes. to be with their oh families. Gosh. And it can kind of be redundant in the photo editing community. Like giving you back time, giving you back time. You can kind of forget what that is. But like it's your time. However yeah. you spend your time is how you spend it. And you're never getting it so back. so
1: valuable.
0: Yeah. yeah. And especially I have a soft spot for mothers. Um, I can't tell you how many inquiries I've gotten. Uh, there's like a little question I ask on my main inquiry form that's like, what are you hoping to gain out of outsourcing? And almost all of it is more time with my kids, more time with my kids. Mm-hmm. So it fills me with yeah. so much joy and purpose to actually help them gain back valuable time to sew yeah. back into their families or if their wives back into their husband. Some of them are single and it's back into whatever other hobbies or aspects of their life mm-hmm. or growing their business more. The more I actually got to see that live out, out was was really really great and I also agree with you I don't think this is my one and only I know this is not my one and only purpose on this earth like photo editing I'm so passionate about so many things from business owning to on the ground missions work to motherhood and more so I love that you said your purpose is unfolding chapter by chapter and I definitely see that coming around like i'd say in this chapter right now it is growing my business being present as a wife and caring for a household and and all of those things and basically like i'm doing a lot of things but doing each thing well really feels like what this time is so i guess with that like it is chapter by chapter and then just so long as you're aware of what your purpose is Mm -hmm. each chapter you're in i think that's really cool
1: exactly yeah you could say uh you know Doing it all with intention. Oh, <laughs> oh absolutely. I <laughs> oh, love it. We love intention oh, over so here. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell. Love that, love that. Um, you know, and so – While we were chatting, Ayla and I, between ourselves and kind of brainstorming about this topic and, you know, just chatting about how we were both really passionate about this, finding out what the other person's thoughts were, um, we realized that we really wanted to highlight why it's so important to choose purpose over just worldly success, like what the world's view of Mm -hmm. success typically is. Um, so we're gonna kind of jump back and forth and list like the pros and cons of choosing to chase purpose. I talk a lot about getting distracted. I think I think I've mentioned the screw tape letters like three times on the show already. I need to oh, read it, dude. I need to do it. Oh <laughs> oh, my gosh. You do. You do. I'll I'll send you a copy or something. But yeah, oh, anybody, you. <laughs> you can find it on Amazon. Everybody who's listening, like really, it's called The Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. You'll love it. Um, but the, anyways, I mentioned it a lot because that book is phenomenal at reminding you how anything can become a distraction that pulls you away from God. And ultimately, that means it's pulling you away from your purpose. Um, So choosing to have a firm understanding on the difference between purpose in life and just success in life and choosing to keep your main focus on pursuing purpose will ultimately lead you to have success Hmm. and joy and make a difference in the world. So that's like my first, uh, you know, pro of choosing to, you know, pursue purpose and why it's important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one unique thing about God-given purpose is that yours is unique. So you have the chance to create change in your family in your community or even the world if you stick Mm -hmm. to whatever makes your purpose uniquely yours that's a huge benefit of choosing to pursue purpose over over success especially worldly success like beth said i feel like you i've gone off about this on this podcast before but i feel like the world especially north america has created such this like structure of school 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 work 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 and then you die, basically. And yeah. and mm-hmm. I'll get into this. I wrote this out later uh for this show, so I'll I'll get into it. But yeah, not everyone is built that way by any means. Chris and I talk about that all the time. How even the public school system for boys it doesn't line up with how young men yeah. are designed and and just things like that. So basically, like if you're ever struggling in this whole way that success has been set up in the world, it's probably because you were meant to do something completely the other direction so and again that ties it back to god-given purpose like no one person is created exactly the same you are beyond unique in so many ways so it shouldn't be surprising when the things that you love the most or the things that you find your purpose can sometimes be crazy sometimes it is being an employee and going to your job every day and working hard and doing your very best there sometimes it's starting a business and sometimes it's like delving into art. Sometimes it's, yeah, like serving internationally, whatever it is. So I really love that. God-given purpose makes it uniquely yours.
1: Mm -hmm, Exactly. Yeah, definitely definitely a big benefit of that for sure. And another one I would say is that uh, focusing on your purpose can definitely help with imposter syndrome. This is something that I think you and I personally have like struggled with and deal with very often throughout in our, all my days. You know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Especially social media, man. But anyone that being said, anyone in any career or part of life can suffer from feeling imposter syndrome. But if you know that you are doing what you are supposed mm-hmm. to do, then money, low season comparison with others doesn't matter because you can root yourself in the confidence that you are where you're supposed to be and you will blossom or you know your time to shine will come um and just overall you aren't on your own timeline you aren't on someone else's timeline you're well you're on God's timeline actually so you are on someone else's timeline oh i
0: love that on God's time that oh my gosh that's such a good point mm-hmm. i i actually deal with this so much currently especially I'll make this point quickly because I still have a lot of things to say, but again, <laughs> your 20s is such a crazy time. And yeah, I was saying this the other day, like sometimes your 20s is wild when you look at people in your mid-20s, like there's some people married with a house and kids, there's some people working really hard, there's mm-hmm. people still in school, there's still some people like clubbing and like drunk on a random Thursday morning. Like I, it's so crazy where everybody right. is at and sometimes kind of often- for no reason because i know this wasn't meant for me but i'm kind of like should i have gone the more education route should i, should I have gone the more career way mm. like cuz uh, about a year ago was the time that my like high school graduating class was all getting their bachelors and on and people are going for their masters and i'm like Sh- if if i ever decide to go that way again i'm going to be behind what is that like mm. what is wh-
1: be- and yeah. what is behind
0: like at the end yeah, of the day. And, and not only would like, that not bring me joy, maybe it will at another time, but definitely not anytime soon. And then it's the same with other businesses that have started, but they started, you know, like a year before me and they're more brick and mortar and like all this stuff. It's so easy all the time. And I think especially for, for, uh, Your 20s and maybe early 30s to be like, well, they're doing this, they're doing this. And it's just like, again, God's time. He doesn't care about what, well, he does care about what other people are doing. But you know, as far as you, he's not looking at you going, well, your friend finished school. What are you doing? You know, so long as you're tuning in with him every day, you know, there's really nothing else you need to be worried about.
1: about. And I think I have to remind myself of that a lot. Yep. The biggest cure for imposter syndrome is just go straight to God and just say, what's my purpose? Or just go straight to your own vision board. If you already did the process of praying about what your purpose is and you know what you're, you know, what you're supposed to be doing, just go back to that and just say, it doesn't really matter because my time uh, to shine is coming in my own way by uh, pursuing my purpose. And then the the last kind of Somewhat point I'll make. It's a bigger point.
0: So bear with me. It's a good one. Um, This is similar to what Beth just said, but you will find a lasting joy and fulfillment in pursuing your purpose. And when I say joy, Christian kids might get this because it's something that's talked about in youth group a lot, but there's a difference between happiness (laughs) and joy um happiness can come out of situations you can be out with friends and feel really happy but that might not last the next day when you go into work and you're kind of down but joy is something that's really rooted in your heart and it's there in all seasons joy is there during the hard times when you know maybe your husband lost his job and you're not sure what you're going to do the next day there's definitely you're not going to be happy but you can still have joy in your heart and the thing with that is money It can buy happiness, but it cannot buy joy. Uh, We see it all the time. Uh, People with so-called success, money, fame, mansions, all the things can still suffer from sadness, anxiety, wanting more out of life. And what they want to be is really pursuing their purpose. And even if they're trying to do that, somewhere along the line, they mixed up purpose with success and they've lost that joy. Mm, So, so good. And I guess to kind of like continue with that, God doesn't really call you actually to collect money, fame, or riches on earth. He calls you to greater mm-hmm. purpose, to live for eternity, to affect change here on earth and in the hearts of man and to store up your treasures in heaven. And I do this all the time, thinking for eternity. Again, anytime yeah. – this can this kind of goes more into talk about stress rather than purpose, but it kind of can align like uh, when I get stressed in my business, I'm pretty quick to like stress out sometimes and be like, oh, I'm behind, I have to like blah, 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 mm. and I I have to catch myself quite a bit and be like I'm thinking about today. I'm thinking very much on how this yeah. is affecting me this week, and once I kind of pause and think about what am I doing for eternity? How's my relationship with God? How's my marriage to Chris? Like how how are all these things? Mm-hmm. If those are falling, yeah. that immediately becomes more priority because Ooh. you know the work that I have today and tomorrow is going to pass, but my life is yes. eternal. you're sewing into that all the time it's not to say you're not allowed to you know you still want to put intention into your day-to-day but the minute you're festering and like worrying over it it's it's time to like realign your your focus back to eternity
1: Mm -hmm.
0: oh my gosh yes that's so good. I heard this amazing sermon once about purpose and I'm majorly paraphrasing this. So if you're aware of the sermon I'm talking about, um, I'm making the main point, but it's this amazing sermon I heard once about purpose and basically the preacher is telling a story about what could possibly happen when you go to your judgment in the throne room. Uh, This is, of course, speculation. I'm not saying this is what happens, but it's a really interesting kind of perspective, I guess, parable that you could say. But basically, a man walked up to be, you know, judged by God before entering heaven. And the man said, like, here I am. Look at all of the good works and deeds I've done. I spread the gospel. I saved 100 souls and I helped the poor and I dedicated my life every single day to spreading the gospel. And God basically said, that's that's great. But Mm -hmm. actually... I'd never asked you to do that I asked you to be an accountant and to work in this office and be a light for me there because there was no light for me there and you would have saved a thousand souls if you had just done that and like I said I'm very much paraphrasing and it's not to indict fear and be like what you're doing is wrong like (laughs) it's not to make make anybody scared that they're not doing the right thing but basically um the point is You may think you have to do something to have purpose or be successful, especially as a Christian. You might be like, I have to go to the bush of Africa and spread the gospel and that's what I have to do. And God never told you to do that. He asked you to be a mother and to raise children who are going to go do Mm -hmm. that instead because he didn't design you to go do that. But your children, if you raise them in a godly household, they might be the ones to go do that. And sometimes that can be hard if that's the thing you want to go do, but God's calling you to
1: um, completely something else. Yeah. And I would, I would say, I totally agree. And, but it goes every single direction too, though. Like if you want that white picket fence and you know, you just want this cushy life, just make sure you're double checking if that's what God has planned right. for you. You and I both were talking earlier Ayla, about how we thought, you know, we were going to go and get those four year degrees and then go into those careers at one point in our life. And it's like, as cushy and nice as that sounded, that wasn't what was meant for us for a variety of reasons. You know, that's God said no to that for us. So whether it is to be um, a parent or whether it's to go and be a missionary in Africa or go and do something in your hometown or, you know, have a nine to five job, it doesn't matter, but make sure you figure out what it is. Yeah, I love that.
0: And that leads perfectly pretty much into me, like rounding out this point is, again, like we said earlier, everyone's designed for different things. I keep coming back to missions because that's what I did, but like not everyone is designed to be a missionary. Not everyone is designed to be a business owner, all these things. And I wanted to quickly, this could be a total thing, but I wanted to quickly talk about the seven spheres of influence. Have you ever heard of that?
1: I don't think I have. It's,
0: uh, when I, I, we, we learned it in, um, Youth with a Mission, the Christian organization that I was with for a while. And when I Googled it, it had the founder... Quoting that, so I'm not sure if he designed it or if it's like a known thing, but anyway, the seven spheres of influence are basically seven places where Christians can be placed. And again, that's to say I get really up about the topic. Like sometimes Christians really think like I have to go preach the gospel, I have to go preach the gospel. And I mean you do, you know, throughout your life and everything you do. I am someone who thrives doing really uncomfortable on the ground missions. I do really well sleeping in a hut getting very little sleep, yeah. in a very hot environment with like, mm-hmm. you know, no control. Everything you own is on your back and you're going in like building houses in the bush. I thrive very well in that environment. I love doing that. A lot of people don't. A lot of people would be miserable yeah. if it's like, hey, you have to live in the yeah. bush and you have to walk a mile to get your water and you're going to be building houses all day and it's for no pay and you yeah. have to rely on God for your finances. Some people are like, um, not me. And that's not no. a bad thing at Oh, yes, you were just completely right. called to go into something else. So I'll go through these really quickly. Yep. But these are basically the seven places that Christians can find their purpose and something you could probably roughly fit into. Mm. They are family. Some people are called straight up just to family to be mothers yeah. and fathers, and you can be called to multiple of these. By the way, but these are just kind of what they yeah. are: family, religion slash church, working for your church, doing whatever, mm-hmm. education, government. Media, arts and entertainment slash sports, and then economics, business, science, and technology. Those are kind of rough, right? Like that kind of sums up everything that there is to do. So your purpose can be hiding in any of those, like media, doing doing the news, working for the government, working for economics. All of those things might like spark something in people. And it's not to say, well, that's not purposeful enough it it says right there like that's all of the places you can find your your influence in and I just love that like I love the concept of yeah the brick and mortar business owners can be spreading the gospel just as well as the people who are flying overseas to go preach it so that was pretty much my last point to make with all of that
1: yeah I love that Totally cool. I actually hadn't heard about the seven spheres of influence before. I like that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. And then just like you said, you just ended that with what the next point I was going to make too, which is overall, the ultimate purpose is to spread the gospel, whatever you're doing in your life. And again, you and I are actually, interestingly enough, going to touch on this a little more in um, another episode, but Whatever you choose to do, whatever you feel called to do, just make sure that you can be focusing on the main purpose of your life, which first and foremost, spread the gospel, serve God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Mm -hmm. And then whatever he has in store for you in the world, serving people, helping people, whatever you said, like economics, whatever, maybe missions, whatever. Right. Um, But yeah, that's like what to focus on. Yeah, I feel like we really rounded out our thoughts well on this. You know, overall, learn the difference between success and purpose and how they look in action and uh, figure out what your purpose is and make sure that you are keeping that at the forefront of everything that you do. Yeah, absolutely. We we love talking purpose
0: and intention over here. And we'd love to hear your thoughts mm-hmm. on this as well. If this topic resonated with you, if there's, if there's more you'd like to hear about it or just something you'd like to share, a personal story about what success means to you, we love, love, love listener stories mm-hmm. over here. So don't hesitate yes. to reach out to us on Art of Intention Podcast on Instagram. You can email us. It's also Art of Intention Podcast. If you know Beth and I personally, you know where to find us and share. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Zencast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can give us a five-star rating, leave a comment. We love it. It makes a big difference. And until next time, bye. Bye.